Welcome, everybody, to the Motive Podcast. My name is Shaden Bertinoli. It's good to be with you again. I've taken a couple weeks off, had a bit of a vacation, and quite honestly, so stinking busy, it just didn't get done. And so I want to share with you, I think, a message that uh, I've shared a little bit before on another podcast, but you know what? I don't care because repetition is good. So I was in, uh, I was invited, uh, so to Maui this last, last week. And, um, I, I don't know if I've shared it on here, but I can, I do consulting for a, a pest control company. I'm their mental performance coach. It's called Fox pest control and they are awesome. Um, they're not like other door to door sales companies that I have known. They, uh, they do things right. I call them a leadership development company who happens to sell pest control. So I, I'm their coach. Like I'm their, I'm their mental per- performance guy. And so they had they they flew my wife and I out to Maui and did this presentation and I want to share what I shared with them with you and uh, I hope it'll help you. So I'm going to take you on a journey for a minute. So I want you to uh, imagine, okay? I want you to imagine uh, for a minute your your brain. I know it's a weird thing, right? Looking at your brain. And, uh, but think about what your brain does, right? Your brain, your brain has both a blessing and a curse and the blessing and the curse is that your, your mind, your brain, it believes everything you think. Do you know that your mind is, it is in constant in a, in a true or false test. And no matter what, if you don't, if you don't challenge your thoughts, guess what it does? It assumes and takes in all of your thoughts as truth. It doesn't just say false. It assumes truth. So if I said to you that five tornadoes touched down in Utah, if you don't, if you don't look that up, guess what? You'll just believe it. It's how we are. Um, and so as a blessing, right, if we're feeding ourselves truth, then that's, that's great. But how often are we actually feeding ourselves truth? Not very often, unfortunately. There are constantly thoughts going on. So the other problem your brain has and and blessing that it has is that thoughts, as I just said, create, they lead to beliefs. Those beliefs lead to perspective, and that perspective leads to action or behavior or decisions, if you will. Okay, so thoughts lead to beliefs, and they can happen just like that. The beliefs lead to perspective or how you view the world around you, how you view a situation, how you view yourself, and that perspective very powerfully influences how you act and what you do. Again, both good and bad, depending on what you put into those equations. Okay, so our brain, your mind, it remember, it, it thinks everything is true until proven otherwise. And number two is that it it largely impacts your beliefs and then your perspective and then your actions. So the question is this. This is the deep question. If your mind is what thinks, what governs your mind? And as I asked this to many of the, you know, as I I asked this to all the people I was talking to, obviously, and the answers varied. They, they many people said, well, you, you have to control your mind with your thoughts. And I said, well, your thoughts are in your mind. So it's kind of like one and the same. How does that work? And I got, you know, other answers and 
And ultimately, people were actually giving me the answer and they didn't know they were. And the way they were doing that is they kept saying, you. They said, well, you have to control your thoughts. You have to, you know, you have to control your emotions. You have to focus on things. And like they'd give these answers and they kept saying the word you, but they didn't realize that a you is actually a thing. And that you literally are the thing that governs your mind. You. And you are not your mind. I have said that on here before, but I'm going to say it again. You are not your mind. Your brain thinks, your heart beats, your lungs breathe. They're organs. They do what they're supposed to do. But there is an intelligence. There is a spirit. There is a soul. There is a you that is infinite. It is, it is immortal. It will not die. And I will preach that to the day I die, that I will never stop existing because an infinite maker created me and he doesn't know how to make uh, non-infinite things. So therefore, I, a me, a you, am the governing entity of my mind, or at least I am supposed to be. But the question is, who really is in charge? Is your mind in charge of you? Or are you in charge of your mind? No offense to you, and no offense to me, we really stink at it. Our mind is usually what's controlling us. And guess what it likes to focus on? Naturally, your mind wants to focus on fears. Why? Because God created your mind to keep you alive. Its job is to predict the world and protect you. Protect and predict. Those are two very good words. So it's always thinking about danger. It's thinking, it's, it's focusing on things that could hurt you so that you can stay alive. If it didn't, you would be dead already. Many of you would have, you know, jumped, done that jump on your snowboard that you really shouldn't have done and you would have died. You know, many, there are many decisions we've all actually been close to making that we chose not to that would have been pretty dangerous that our mind actually saved us in that way. And it's split second reactions. But it doesn't change the fact that the governing force in us is not body, it is spirit. It is, it is us, it is, and, and we, a soul, you, have a decision to make as to what infuses you. In my life, I let social media infuse itself into me. I let stupid shows at times. I let opinions of others infuse themselves into my soul and then therefore get into my mind at times that break my truth. But most of the time, I let God, I let, I let spirit, I let truth, I let light infuse me. Not my mind, me. And that, therefore, becomes the filter of my mind. So that when these thoughts come in like a conveyor belt over and over and over and over again, guess what they're being filtered by? Me and things that are true. So when I make a mistake as a dad, when I make a mistake as a therapist or a husband, you know, you, the, the list goes on and on and on. And I say to myself, man, I'm just a pathetic person. I, 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 can't, believe I, I can't believe I'm actually a therapist. I'm such a hypocrite. 
those thoughts come through, right? But are they actually true? No, but if I don't challenge them, if I don't if I don't see what I'm thinking, if I don't witness what I'm thinking, guess what? They will be file saved as true. And those then become beliefs very quickly. Those beliefs then perpetuate a perspective of how I view myself. And a, and a, and a pathetic husband is not going to want a, a husband who believes he's pathetic. Is he going to make good choices that day? Is he going to be a little more ornery? Is he going to be a little more, you know, just irritable, shame-based? Is he going to be less patient with his kids? Yeah. And the sad part is it's all fueled from a lie. A total lie. That you forgot or didn't even realize was a lie to begin with. So then I guess what it, it saved? Years go by. The same thought. Right? Things in your childhood, things in your teenage years, things, mistakes you've made. All of your life, every bit of your life, you've thought about at one point. It doesn't mean you remember it, but it doesn't mean you've also forgotten it. It's stored, and it's called a testimony. A testimony of you, of your belief about you. And I love all of you that listen, and I, and I hope that if you ever see me on the, on the street, please reach out. I would love to talk to you. But you have a very poor testimony oftentimes, of you. And it's been built brick by brick, stone by stone, layer upon layer of minute, tiny thoughts, four-worded thoughts. I'm an idiot. I'm so broken. Nobody knows me. I'm just a failure. Time's up by a lifetime. Daily. What's going to happen? And you wonder why you struggle with self-love? I hope that right now in this moment, you no longer do. I hope in this moment, your eyes are open and you realize the recipe of the the self-hate you've had. Because it's real. And I am a living witness of it in my own life and many others. And it's satanic to the T. He wants to destroy you. He wants you. He knows actually better than you how powerful you are. Have you ever thought about that? Literally, the devil himself knows how powerful you are more than you do. Otherwise, he would never come at you. If you're just a loser, he wouldn't even mess with you. Why would he waste his time? Try that on for size. Not Jesus, not God, but Satan himself knows your power better than you at times. That's humbling. And I'll say I said it to them in Hawaii and I'm going to say it to you. It is not humble to minimize your strengths. It is not humble to minimize your strengths. It is cocky 
to try to get everybody else to see them. But it is confident to believe in the gifts you have and to let them shine with conviction, with attitude even. But the motive behind your behavior is where cockiness or confidence would come out. And I'm telling you right now, it is okay to be confident. In fact, it's desirable. It is also not humble to maximize your weaknesses. That is called shaming. It's called self-pity. It is okay to accept your weaknesses and where you struggle, but maximizing them is only shaming and is also a lie and will leave you burdened. Therefore, I know I said therefore a lot today, I feel like a weird scriptorian, whatever. The truth will set you free. It always has and always will. But the problem is, are you humble enough to find the truth about yourself? It's painful. So painful. And I run away from it all the time. But I also come back to it. And I have really good friends and I have really good people in my circle of influence. And I have an amazing wife and an amazing mom, even though she never listens to my podcast. (laughs) Love you, mom. Who can show that to me. Who can show me my blind spots. And it is painful, but it's worth it. I wish you were in the room with me right now because I feel very enlightened right now and I hope you feel the same. I hope that I hope that you also can even feel some anger. Anger at maybe a life that you've been living that's just not okay anymore. I hope you're angry at lies because you're going to need it. You're going to need a little bit of that anger to, to motivate yourself, to start standing up for yourself. You know, I said to the, the people in Hawaii, and I'll, again, I'll say it to you. I looked at all of them and I said, you know what? You're rude. And, and they looked at me and I, and I said, you want to know why I know that you're rude? And you think you're nice, but you're, you're rude. And I said, I know for a fact I can prove it because if you treated me the same way you treat yourself, When you make mistakes, I wouldn't be your friend. Would the people in your life be your friend if you spoke to them and treated them the same way you treat yourself with your mistakes? But yet you treat everybody else like gold. So what are you waiting for? Because if you're waiting for a miracle to happen, for you to start loving yourself, it ain't never going to happen. That's a good phrase, by the way. Ain't never. For all my English majors out there. It ain't going to happen. You have to start now by telling the truth. And as you can tell, if you haven't caught on yet, that is the moral of this entire podcast today. Tell the truth. Seek the truth. Pause a moment when your brain gets going and actually witness your thoughts for yourself. Stand back behind your brain as a, as a soul and look at your thoughts from a distance. 
you have that ability, you know, because again, you are not your thoughts. They are just thoughts. The same way you are not your emotions, by the way. They are emotions. They're separate. Just like you aren't your behavior. That's separate. Can repeated behaviors indicate character? You bet they can. But it doesn't mean it just defines you completely. The truth truly will set you free. And it's 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 those that take the time to slow down, to write down their thoughts, to to verbalize their thoughts to other people. Do you know how many how many do you know how many times I've verbalized a thought to somebody? And in the very moment of verbalizing it, I realize how ridiculous it is. Many of you, if you would do the same thing, if you would quote verbatim the thoughts you receive, the thoughts that come through your head that are messing with you, if you would quote them to somebody else, you might even laugh at them. But in your head, they seem to just take their nestled place and get cozy, and we just think they are true. Again, because if we haven't disproved it, then they will. But I dare say to all of you, there's way more proof in your life for your goodness, for your loyalty, your commitment, your, your purity, your kindness, than there is to the opposite. Am I saying you haven't been the opposite of all of those things? No, you have moments. You have bad moments. But truly, do they outweigh everything else? Not even close. And then even if they did somehow, why do you believe in Jesus to begin with? Do you only believe in him because for when you're good? Because the guy that I believe in says I'm there for all of it. And that he will reveal truth to us. He will infuse his truth through us if we'll seek it so that we can actually discern the difference between light and dark, even within a sentence, even within words, even in the very moment you make a huge mistake and all the evidence seems to very much validate how crappy you are, you still can find the truth within it to realize that it isn't true and to find what actually is true and state that out loud to yourself and to write it and to focus on it will create peace. I promise. I promise with everything I am. It's just, are you willing to do the work? And are you willing to start loving yourself? Because many of you think you deserve the self-hate you give yourself. And I'm here to tell you, if you think you deserve the self-hate you you keep giving, it's never going to end until you take a stand. So I hope you do take a stand and re-listen to this over and over and over again if you need to, so that you can start to change and move on and find the truth about who you are. Love you guys. We'll see you again.